Yo, what's up guys? It's Kevin Clem back doing an intro. It's been a minute. Um, this week on the Shetler Show, we had David Toole, owner of Blue Tile Skate Shop in South Carolina. Uh, they actually just recently celebrated their 17th birthday a couple days ago. Um, we got to discuss seeing a coffin that had been pulled up by a storm with a skeleton still inside of it. Um, his introduction to skateboarding, his stance on uh, skateboarding being in the Olympics, the beginning of Blue Tile Skate Shop, a recent back injury, and a ton more. Um, it was a super sick episode, so I think you guys will really like listening to this one. Um, if you uh, take a look in the description, I threw in a link to David's Instagram and David's YouTube channel. He's been throwing up a lot of content on his YouTube. Um, we also threw in a link to uh, the picture of the uh, coffin that got pulled up. And then we also threw in a link to Blue Tile Skate Shop's website and Blue Tile Skate Shop's Instagram. A couple things I just want to shout out before we actually get into the episode is that uh, coming up on November 3rd, 2018, we'll be hosting the New England Am Skate Contest at the Edge Indoor Skate Park in Taunton, Massachusetts. Uh, it's going to be open Am individual runs, so if you live in the area, be sure to come down and check it out. Uh, be sure to check out our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at All I Need Skate. The best way to support the Shetler Show is to subscribe, comment, and rate us on iTunes. And if you look in the description of this episode, depending on what you're uh, listening on, you'll be able to just go ahead and click that link right there. Um, for shops who want to carry and support all I need, our products can be found through Eastern Skate Supply. We also got a link to that in the description. And the final thing is to just be sure to check out allineedskate.com. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Or today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. All right, well, first I'll start with thanks for coming on the show, Dave. Awesome. Dude, thank you for calling. Uh, it's kind of a shock. Surprising. No, nah, dude, I've been following on Instagram and, like, I've heard yeah, of the yeah. shop and, like, dudes that spend a lot of time in, uh, that in skateboarding and have been doing it for years, I definitely, like, look for those people to follow and check right. out what they're doing, you know? So it was a no-brainer, bro. Woo! <laughs> um, well, we talked last week a little bit, and I kind of wanted to pick up there, because I, I mentioned the hurricanes and stuff, and you said you were lucky, but then you started telling me about some crazy experience that I kind of had to let you go before you got into it. Dude, I don't even know. You were talking about a graveyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was in Charleston um, last week, 
and we were riding motorcycles, me and my friend Ryan Cockrell. Um, and yeah, we just stumbled across this uh, graveyard in the middle of the woods, and um, a tree had blown over, and there was a uh, the root system pulled a coffin out of the ground. Yeah, that is fucked. <laughs> so gnarly. <laughs> but you could see the skeleton. You could see his feet were facing upward. You could follow the, you know, the femur and the, you could see the hip joint and the spine and you can see where the, I'm like, maybe that is the skull, but it's like, looks too small to be a skull, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but you don't see, you know, a human without skin on their <laughs> body very often. So I'm like, whoa, it's crazy. I posted a picture of it on my Instagram. Oh shit, so, really? All right. Yeah. I'll have to have Kevin pull that one up. Yeah. That's it's like. a good picture because it's like dark and you know whatever but that's pretty sketchy did you look at the great the tombstone or did you see it all we couldn't find it but again it was kind of like in the woods it was hard to get around it was really wet too so there's like a lot of mud around so yeah that's so crazy and i was telling you a little bit about like i remember hurricane bob rolled through new england and they uprooted all the trees and it was like surreal because you got like the the tree tips over and then you have this like seven foot like under bottom of the tree the roots yeah. and you're just like now nah, but imagine ripping a fucking grave up is insane yeah. dude yeah so that was unexpected kind of cool like we i don't know i might go back <laughs> on a less wet day and check it out try so. to get try to get a finger or a toe or something like i don't, I don't know if i'd feel I don't know if I'd feel very cool. Karma might get me if I you know, <laughs> took some bones with me, but at least like try to re- like find the headstone, see who this person was. Like that'd be cool if you could figure that stuff out. Yeah, and that's kind of oh my god, that's it. Yeah, so I'm thinking this is the outline of the coffin right here. Yeah, it's like a pine box, like literally, like so you know that shit's old as hell. That's so. That's like a god. fucking horror movie, dude. That looks like a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty nice. That's not. Nice. <laughs> Someone wrote hashtag Bones Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> Solid hashtag game right there. Yeah. yeah, that's the opposite of resting in peace right there. Oh, damn. Rough. Yeah. Imagine if you kicked a bucket and then fucking got torn up out of your grave. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rough, man. Pretty, pretty epic, though. I, I, uh, I like finding stuff like that. I explore, like, abandoned buildings and graveyards and shit all the time so it was kind of cool yeah well you're I've a, never seen that though that was a first no i've never even heard of that i i, I yeah. once you said it i was like oh yeah that's gotta happen occasionally you know yeah. like no well now i'm not gonna when i get my grave spot like when i if i'm ever that smart i'm not going near any trees like none of that <laughs> bullshit dude i'm trying to stay in the ground bro yeah damn that's well, rough well that let's start at the beginning of how you got into skateboarding like what was your first introduction man it's kind of a weird story because i can't remember not having a skateboard i had this like orange plastic um like banana board that was my older brothers you know so like i always had that around where i was like kneeboarding or butt boarding or eventually like when i was in like fifth grade we moved to connecticut for like a year me and my family did and i was like bombing hills all summer you know but like not on my butt i was like me and this dude named tom kelly hell yeah uh just bombed hills like 
oh, let's go ride our skateboards down hills. But we didn't know what skateboarding was, you know? So, like, when we went to school that year, this was, like, my first experience with it where I was like, huh? But, you know, like, you're in fifth grade. The teacher's like, what did you do this summer? You know, it's like, I just rode my skateboard around all summer. And the kid behind me was like, oh, you skate too? And I remember it very well because I was like, what is he talking about? Like, yeah, I ride a skateboard. Yeah. But he was, like, stoked for some reason. I was just like, it was beyond me. He was a little further ahead then. He knew what was coming. Yeah, exactly. He knew what was up, and I didn't. Yeah. So, like, I guess that was, like, 84. So, like, between, like, 84 and 85, we we were moving back from Connecticut back to South Carolina. And we were in um, a fucking Kmart. And my stepdad goes, look at those skateboards. And there was like Veriflex boards. And, you know, they're like 10 inches wide and 28 inches long. And I was like, like, what the hell is that crap? That makes it too easy. Yeah. Like, you know, my board was like four inches wide. So it was like a <laughs> challenge, you know, but like, that's for, that's just too easy. Those boards are dumb. You know, you didn't know anything. <laughs> so I didn't, so didn't want to have anything to do with it. And then so we get back to South Carolina, and there was this kid, and I can remember what board he was riding and everything. Um, his name was Stacy Crouch, and he was board sliding on a gutter at the bottom of the hill from my house. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And that's when it clicked, and it all made sense. I was like, whoa. I, like, ran home. I was like, I need one of those fat boards, <laughs> you know, because, like, I had no idea that, were, that people were doing stuff like this. And I was like... Like, right maybe at the beginning of 85, 84, 85, something like that. And, uh, yeah, that was it. I just saw this. He wasn't even landing and he wasn't riding away. He was just, slide, like, rail sliding across the gutter. He had ugly sticks, you know, like, the rails. He had a Kryptonics ripstick board, tracker ultralight trucks. You know, I was like, I remember it. Like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. When I first started, too, I was just butt boarding as well. I didn't even realize, like you said, like I didn't realize there was tricks or a whole like thing. I didn't realize anything about culture or magazines or videos or pros or amps. It was just like this thing is you can ride on it, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had butt board down like dirt hills in the woods. I took it everywhere, you know? But I never thought that it was like, it was just a toy. It was something I'd, you know, so I never thought that it was, uh, know something you could board slide a gutter on (laughs) once i figured that out it was was just over i was just like i didn't think about anything else you know so did you um did you play any sports as a kid i didn't i i think that like i think as an adult i'm kind of realizing like oh you've had anxiety like and like social anxiety your whole fucking life that's why you know it's like so like, I would kick a soccer ball around and stuff in my yard, but, like, to think about playing with a whole group of kids kicking a soccer ball around, like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> so I think that's why I gravitated towards skateboarding, because it was such a solitary thing or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, it definitely can be. That's, like, the beauty of it is it can be a solitary thing. You could take it outside by yourself and hit a curb or a gutter or whatever. It's weird nowadays, though. Skateboarding could pretty be a sport team nowadays. It's going to be, too, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. It's um, such a weird thing. Yeah, definitely. How, so well, you know, I'm, I'm embracing it. Like, all right, how do I... You know, like, also, as I've grown, I'm, I've kind of, like, gone... You know, I'm 
I'm old. My view on things is not as fucking cool as it once was, you know? So, like, I try to, like, all right, the kiddos want to go to the Olympics, so let's fucking see where it takes us, you know? I'm not, I don't hate on it, but I'm kind of like, no, dude, I don't think of it as a sport at all. I think, like, I mean, I guess you could, to me, it is more like ballet. You can equate it more to ballet than you can uh, basketball or football or baseball or any of that stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's the damn thing. And chicks who are into, or anyone into ballet, like, they're, they have the same damn injuries. They're beat to hell all the time, you know? It's like very similar. They're know? just rolling ankles left and right on yeah, the ballet. Yeah, rolling ankles, like their feet just look like they've been through hell and back, you know? It's just like, so, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence about it. It's funny. No, I'm not on the fence about it being a sport. I'm like, it's not a sport. Yeah. You can take it one, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not into the competitive side of it. Yeah, I'm kind of like similar in the sense that like when I grew up skating, it had nothing to do with competition or sport. It was just like right. I got into it because I could do it by myself and like work out some of my issues and like, like you were saying, like social anxiety. Like you just kind of like had something you could work at at your own pace by yourself if you wanted. Yeah, or with the homies, and of course it was always fun with with everyone, you know, like with, with a group of friends, you know, you're like just having fun trying, this almost back then it was like, oh, let's try a rail slide, like a board slide together, or a rail slide together, or whatever, but now it's like, oh, you don't try the same trick as somebody, somebody <laughs> else is trying, I'm like, that's, you know, that's what we did, you know, like everybody tried to 50-50 it, everybody tried to smith it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the only re- the only reason why I'm fine with the Olympics is because I know some people that get into skateboarding are into it for that reasons. Like they like adding up points and like having restraints and rules and like it's weird to me. But like, who the fuck am I to say? You know, like if that's what you're into, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it's so arbitrary and it's such bullshit. And like, this isn't talking trash about anyone, but. We know all the judges. Yeah. We, we know that there's a little side of it that's kind of a boys' club. Yeah, there's know? politics and everything. There's politics and, like, yeah, I don't believe in the, like, patting people on the back for... Here, here's what I'm worried about, too. It's like, you know, skateboarding is supposed to be this individualistic thing. So what happens when it's like this Olympic thing? Well, oh, you got to hit your backside 360 ollie. <laughs> oh, well, he also tail grabbed in his backside 360 alley. That's gnarly. You know, it's like you have like, you know, like in gymnastics, you have these like different things you have to do. Yeah. And you could watch it. And then somebody's like, oh, well, his foot was out of place. And that one, I'm like, fuck you. That shit was gnarly. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's, you know, like, that's the type of skateboarding that belongs in the Olympics is the ones that's like based on one. Like you can only kickflip. Like that's it. And you yeah. have to, like, judge the best kickflip or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Something super sh- restrictive, like, there's a lot of rules. Right. Like, yeah. Right. yeah. The but- only thing I can say is you better grab around the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but, and the cool thing about skateboarding, though, is it's, like, way more complex than being rule, like, having rules opposed on it. Like, skateboarding, like, people just go out in the fucking streets and do whatever they want, like... Yeah, exactly. it's like kind of just like it's an art as much as it is an athletic, you know. Like, no, I think that part of skating, at least in our zone, is kind of getting lost. 
Yeah. Like less people, it feels like le- there's less participation or like this generation feels like they can't go skating unless they have like an arena or a yeah. skate park to go skate in, you know? Like, yeah, skate parks pop up everywhere. I think that's like yeah. socializing, like young kids going to the spot and socializing, learning how to interact and like... It's weird if it gets too, like... Skate parks can end up, like, politics, too, you know? Yeah, for sure. You've seen that. But then also, the skate park... You know, we have one skate park in town, which I'm not complaining. You know, we try to get more stuff done, but... Concrete outdoors? Yeah, concrete outdoor skate park. And what it does for skateboarding is it's so easy to just go, well, let's just meet at the park. Yeah. So then you go to the park every fucking day. Well, then the park gets boring. Yeah. You know, just like it's going to, but then that drive to like find new stuff isn't there because you're already bored at the park. Yeah, you know. So like, I sometimes I'm like, man, all the skate parks are kind of dragging us down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in some respect, I'm glad they're there, but I sometimes wish that the kid, the kids today, <laughs> still had that hunger to like find spots and. Dude, when I was 11 or 12 years old, I didn't run into that kid, like, skating at the park. We were in the streets. Yeah, that's like, my favorite part of skateboarding. In the street, you know? And it's like, I, I would skate t- close to 10 miles away from my house, you know? like Yeah, that's a full day out there. Yeah, exactly. You're just hitting everything you can. Like, let's go to the middle school. Let's go to the high school. Let's go to the movie theater. Okay, let's go back. You know, yeah. It's just like, and, um... I don't know. I think that's kind of lost on kids today. It definitely it definitely can be. The way I'm trying to fight it is we're still... We're making a full-length video. Because I think full-length video parts is like... Just to have a video. To work on a project with your friends and like... Create something where you lurk around and find street spots and stuff. That's like the funnest thing to me in skateboarding is that. If, yeah. I, if I could only do one thing and I could just film video parts with the homies. That would be the best thing ever, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've been struggling. Like, we used to put out videos through the shop pretty regularly. Yeah. But I don't think we've had one in, like, God, man, five or six years or more. I mean, well, I don't know. There's been some, like, little 15-minute projects or something like that, you know. That's So it. there has been some stuff, but not, like, dude, I, I fucked my back up in the beginning of my 30s. So, like, all through my 30s was, like, up in and out of injury. Yeah, and backs are rough too. Yeah, and I just heard it again a couple weeks ago, so I'm like, fuck. So I'm not skating again. But like, I feel like before I got hurt, I was like the dude, like, okay, let's go. We're going to get up, get in the cars, fucking go to Charlotte and go to Charleston and go to Atlanta and just like film and skate. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's the spark. Someone's got to have the spark. Right. Yeah. So when I wasn't jumping in the car and forcing people to or forcing or like motivating people to film for the video that the team writers just kind of you know yeah we haven't had a video since i'm like come on <laughs> you have to motivate yourself dude you know, you know what, what we do is we'll go out on the weekends and then like i'll film like vlogs so we'll we'll, we'll each film each other and then i'll just gather all the footage and make like a little youtube edit yeah, and then, yeah. like, if we work on a trick for the video, we just save that for the video. So it's yeah, kind of exactly. like, it's motivating because you're going to go out skating with the homies, and then you're going to get warm-up clips at the very least because it's fun. Like, the vlogs are, like, super loose. Like, sometimes it's just antics. It's not even skating, you know? 
And then, yeah, uh, it's, so it's just something to do each weekend. It's kind of like collecting memories, too, because you're collecting the sessions. Like, we put them out weekly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so that's been a fun way to do it, like, to keep going, you know? Yeah, and we did the same thing. Like, we went on this, like, Portland trip a few years ago, and, like... Portland, Oregon? Yeah. Nice. Like, we actually, we drove from San Francisco to Portland, and two of the guys made their little edits... And then we went back the year after, maybe two years after, just to Portland, and um, and I just made like the freaking YouTube videos, you know? Yeah, that's way sick. And at first, the guys are like, "What are you doing, Dave? You know, these things are so." Like, <laughs> but then, like the other day, or it was like maybe a month or two ago, some of the guys were like, "Dude, I was like." just re-watching some of the Portland videos like just getting like super nostalgic and they're like it was in our group chat they're like talking about like reliving it and everything and I'm like see they don't know how awesome it is until it's like oh yeah. it's like a catalog of your life and it's like you know it's like we had a lot of good times and like yeah when I'm sitting around holding a camera talking to myself or some <laughs> shit like that it feels real dumb but when you look back on it it's like damn that was a pretty good time and like yeah it's like like your new photo album it's like 10 times better because you get to see like you know the tricks or whatever it's like hard not good times everything yeah it's hard it's hard not to be grateful after watching them right right, you're you're like it's hard to dispute like that was a good day or that was a good trip you know like that was time well spent I, i go back like we've been doing it for years so it's like going back through the years is trippy to have a spectrum like that of yeah. Basically, video and audio captured memories of whatever the fuck you're doing. Like, it's sick. Yeah. That's what we used to do with, like, VHS and stuff, though. Like, when you're filming a video apart and you're just, you're trying to capture something you worked hard at and put it in together with music and a, your video part, you know? I feel yeah, like. It's very different, though. It's such a different vibe. Yeah. I feel like kids, like, the younger generation these days cares less about a part and more about, like, what are those guys talking about? Like, yeah. what are they doing in the van? Like, what are they doing in the, you know, whatever? Yeah. So, well, that's fine. Weird. That's fine, though, because they're young. So the, the, if they yeah. stick with skateboarding long enough, they'll want to put out a video part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. <laughs> that's what I like about skateboarding is it's so rich and complex that, like, there's always something you can learn, you know? Like, even I'm 35, and, like, I've had to, like, humble my skateboarding in some aspects, you know? Like, just so I can enjoy it and still learn but not get as gnarly or whatever, you know? In certain yeah. arenas and, like, just, like, know how your body feels. How old are you? I'll be 45 next month. Good for you. You've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I so relate to what you're saying. It's like, man, I, it's funny. I'll see people, like, freaking out and getting mad at their skateboard and stuff. And I used to be like that so much. When Been I expect, there. When I expected to land things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but just don't have that expectation anymore. I'm just like, well... If I can manual this fucking curb, I'm pretty happy, you know? It's like, or at least I try to, but that's what I, I fucking threw my back out trying to manual it, like, 18-inch. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just, like, hollying up. I'm like, oh, God, I'm old. <laughs> you gotta do some warm-up stretches there, Dave. <laughs> Dude, this was, like, long into the session, too. Like, I was, I was, like, drenched in sweat, and it just, out of nowhere, just, like, I don't know what happened. It was weird. Do you own do you do you own a foam roller? I do. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one. I 
Yeah, I'm fortunate. My lady has all these like exercising things, so I can use all of them. Yeah, yeah. Shit helps, though. You know. That's cool. Yeah. And now, what I do too is like I'll I'll teach skateboard lessons on the weekends because that's like fun to do, and it's like I just set Saturday and Sunday mornings aside so I can skate with someone and show them, and it's like look, yeah, yeah. it's like that helps too, like keep me moving when I'm not fully skating. You know. Yeah. Where do you find the time to do all that stuff, man? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I just keep going. It's fun, though. It's probably addicting yeah. to do it all. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's good. Cool. I live super close to, like, a great skate park. It's called the Edge Indoor Skate Park. It's, like, 30,000 square foot in Taunton, Massachusetts, and it's central in New England, you know? So, like, a lot of people come from all over, which is sick. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that place. Do you, do you guys have an indoor park down there? No, we don't. Um, I know there are such a struggle to keep open. Yeah. But... I guess like three years ago, three and a half years ago, I was looking into opening one, found a building, found a realtor, I was talking to the banks, all that sort of crap, and uh, then the big flood of 2015 happened and kind of financially fucked us pretty good, so (laughs) it it might have been a blessing not to open a skate park, but that's the direction we were kind of looking in, and... uh, yeah, it just got taken out from under us, so maybe regroup later when we catch up on finances and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, let's start with let's start with how you started the shop. Like, where did the start the shop start? What's the story there? So, I was living in Salt Lake City. Um, Hell yeah. Just my girlfriend was going to school out there, so like we moved out there for a little while, for like a year, and um. I was screen printing, or I was actually doing embroidery for, like, a screen print embroidery place, and I was just kind of miserable, you know, like, at the time, I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, I've been skating for almost 20 years, and I'm not doing anything with skateboarding, seems crazy, you know? Yeah. And she was, uh, my girlfriend was going to school for, um, print journalism, so, you know, I was like, well, we could maybe start this magazine, like... You know, like, focus on, like, the art and the music and, like, the creative side of skateboarding. Because at the time, it was, like, you know, Ed Templeton's blowing up. Like, I mean, this is, like, early 90s, you know. So, and um, she was, like, that's a terrible idea. That's a, a niche market of a niche market. But then, like, look, now you have, like, Juxtapose and Vice and, like, all these things that are that. You know, I'm, like. Yeah. Not that I would have even had the ability to pull something like that together, but that was, like, my first idea. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, we could move back home, and I could try to open a shop. So that's what I did. I I moved back. Actually, what happened is I moved back, and the month before I moved back, this this surf shop opened, and all my friends started working there. And I'm like, fuck. So I kind of, like... Held, held back a little bit, and I was like, well, I can't do it now, you know, so... Yeah, I could see that, that how that could, like, give you some doubt, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all my friends work here, I'm just, like, gonna go to, go there, and, you know, for about, about, like, two or three years, I just supported that shop, and then, like, one day I was skating at this, like, famous spot that we have here called Rutledge, you know, a bunch of people have had clips there, but, um... The, shoe, the sole of my shoe was falling off, and I went to the shop, and um, 
he was selling some Donnie Barley shoes for $112 or something. It's like retail for $79.99, but he used to mark his shoes up real crazy. <laughs> so I was like, dude. He's going just, for it. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is before the internet, so you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. So I was like, dude, can you just sell them to me for suggested retail? I'm not asking for a deal, just suggested retail. <laughs> and he's like, dude, if you don't shop here enough. And I was like, it just stopped me in my tracks because, like, my pants, my shirt, my hat, my shoes, the wallet that fucking held my board, or my money, and my full board was bought from there. Yeah, damn. And I'm, like, making $8 an hour, you know? I'm like, uh... I spend, like, everything I have here. Yeah, like, where so, has he been? Yeah, so I just, like... <laughs> I mean, granted, it probably didn't add up to much in his eyes because you're not making any money. You know? But that's so, how many purchases. That's plenty of purchases, you know? Like, Dude, that is a lot. Yeah. For, <laughs> for my 25-year-old self or whatever, 28-year-old self. So I, like... You had an addiction. You're buying skateboards. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, down and I was like, I'm never going back there again, you know? And... Honestly, you'll you'll get a kick out of this probably like shortly after that. I'm Jay Croft lived here at the time, and um, he and I are talking, and he's like, "I'm gonna move back home and open a skate shop." And I was like, "Dude, that was my whole plan. That's why I moved home." And he's like, "Let's do it. Hell yeah, you know, let's open a shop." So um, so I'm like, "Okay." He's like, "I'm gonna move home, and then we'll have this contest to see who does it first. It's, like, oh, it's sick that two people that have the spark want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So like, so we both set forth, and I went to the do the surf shop, and I was like, "Yo, I'm opening a skate shop." And he's like, "I was like, I know your heart's in surfing, and you don't care about the skating thing or whatever, so I'm just gonna open a skate shop." He's like, "That's fine. Do it across town. We'll be fine." I'm like, "I'm actually opening across the street. <laughs> <laughs> We're neighbors, bro." <laughs> yeah, which I didn't understand the impact of that because I knew nothing about retail. I knew nothing about like trade boundaries or anything like that. You know, so it's like. <laughs> I just went for it. I started with three thousand dollars and two credit cards. That equaled three grand. Damn. And uh, I just maxed out the cards and went for it from there. You know, like I kept the three thousand cash that I had and maxed out the two cards and just kept feeding and in, into it. Whenever I'd sell stuff, I and uh, man, it was rough. I worked a night job still making t-shirts for the first two years so it was like 16 hour days you were screen uh, printing yeah yeah no yep. so um yeah so like i worked the two jobs started with nothing i literally had like 30 boards 36 t-shirts and some trucks and wheels you know yeah that's about it and um the dude that worked at the surf shop at the time he would he started making up these lies like, oh, he stole product from us and like opened up a shop and like uh, politics. Our, our, politics. Team, our team riders were doing it, were stealing from us and they opened up a shop and I was like, ah, no, that's not what happened. But turns out he was stealing from that shop because he didn't own it. He was like the manager or whatever. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I don't. I'm losing losing focus, but the the cool thing about that was. He would bitch about us so much to everyone that came in that everyone would come across the street who didn't know about us. <laughs> Just to like, see. <laughs> so he was like our best advertising. You know? I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's awesome. 
if you don't like them, come over here. <laughs> yeah. So I learned a valuable lesson through that. Like over the years, owning a skate shop, a new shop opens every year, almost every year, and goes out of business because it's tough. And if you don't love it, you're not going to be in a, You're not going to own a skate shop. Yeah. You know? So I learned. I will find out about something and not say a word to even my employees. And then my employees will be like, Dave, did you hear about the shop? I'm like, nope. And never talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because like, you know, it's probably a cool, it's probably a good person. They just have good intentions, but you don't, don't throw them under the bus or anything. Just don't talk about them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're talking shit about them, that's, your advertising just let them live yeah Yeah. (laughs) or let them die (laughs) yeah whatever works (laughs) yeah yeah so that's that's how that's how I did it man and that was against the um, the the advice of everyone like you can't open a shop with three thousand dollars you just can't do it and but I couldn't get a loan and uh, there's no programs to you know help like start a business for someone you know white white male making at the time I was actually when I opened the shop I was making pretty good money um, managing a night shift for the t-shirt place you know so um, probably more then than I am now even 17 years <laughs> into the shop yeah but uh, this is definitely way more rewarding so yeah that's yeah. sick yeah, it's crazy. That's what, like a lot of kids like people's people's dream is to like own a skate shop one day. It's sick to know that someone can do that. You know what I mean? Like I coming up, I live near Solstice Skate Shop and they've been yeah. doing it for deep. Like when I first started, and like my homie Jay, he just he's just built it into his life, you know. And it's just like right. one of those things that's there. It's like that's inspiring. I think that's sick to see people do that. Dude, it's definitely hard, and I know that t- in today's age. Like, the way people expect to have, like, everything, like, you just couldn't open with three grand. Yeah, yeah. But when you think about it, it's like, like I said, at the time, I've been skating almost 20 years. Like, when I opened, I was like, okay, these dudes are going to be the team riders because, like, I knew all the young kids that were shredding, you know, like, I don't know, it was just super easy then, but it was pre-internet. I just don't think you could do it now. Yeah. You have to be more, like... I don't know, more savvy these days to open anything, I think. Yeah, you just have to, like you said, you have to have your heart in it, and then you have to, like, use the technology to somehow build it into your life so you can find time, because your time is what your your real investment is, you know? Like, trying to do skateboard stuff is the funnest thing ever, though. Like, all the stuff we do, you know? It's, like, the sickest stuff. Just, like, doing trips and... Even events and competition, even competition, I like it. Even that's why it's hard because, like, we were taught we started off at the Olympics. Like, I like if someone, like, I want to see P Rod get in the Olympics. You think that'll happen? <laughs> I don't know. I want P Rod. I, I really don't know. Here's I want him I to have a medal. The Olympics. I hope that I can trick someone, whether it's bands or <laughs> I don't know who, someone is going to pay for me to go to the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> I mean, somehow I get flown all over the place for other shit. So crazy. Dance, if you're listening, take me to the Olympics. Burn, <laughs> burn, take me to the Olympics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nigel will probably be there, so he'll be yeah, there. Yeah. 
I was here and they had to wear like uh, uniforms and stuff too, which is so funny to think of. Dude, that's crazy. That'll be like everyone thinks that it's gonna bring this like huge rush to skate shops. I'm like, I think more so it's gonna like create a divide in the road, like where it's like you have your your shop that carries like your Polar, Palace, Magenta, Real, whatever, but then you're gonna have like Dick Sporting Goods rocking like. You know, your Plan Bs, your Elements, your, you know, all, all that stuff. You know, it's just like your Olympic gear, you'll go to like the sporting goods store to grab. And that's yeah. where the masses will think. That's the first thought that they will have is to go to those type stores. Yeah, that's crazy to think. Maybe not. You hope not, but. No, I don't think so. Because, like,. Even if they did do that, there's only going to be one winner. And it's only going to be every four years. And there's a four years to do awesome shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's the real fight against the Olympics is just, like, enough people can do stuff in their communities and, like, create events and do cool stuff and have skate shops and, like, you yeah. know, do all the videos and, like, if, if the, I live in New England, so we got a lot of different states here and there's a bunch of different skate crews and everyone makes videos and stuff and there's so many skate parks that you can go around and see everybody and just, like, see how they're all doing and progressing and shit. It's fucking sick, you know, like, but that's like every four years the Olympics comes. Oh, everyone gets hyped for the Wheaties box. And then like, what do we do for the rest of the four years? Just like wait, hang up our medals, sit and sit down. Yeah, but they'll, they'll, they'll still have that re residual effect over it where like more people are seeing it. So like, I think you'll have like a punch like, oh shit. Like every four years you'll have a punch where parents are starting to run out to sports, sporting goods stores to grab their kid aboard. Yeah, they're gonna. I don't know how much it'll. I don't know how much it'll. Like trickle into skate shop. It may. It hopefully it does. Yeah. It, yeah, that's best case scenario. But it, yeah, it's weird that that whole world is like gonna be like owned by corporate stuff. You know, like that whole <laughs> crazy. Somebody, somebody was like, you know, well, you know, small skate shoe brands are gonna come back. Blah blah blah. I was like, you think with the Olympics coming out, like. That's going to do it. The American is it. not going to have advertising dollars to throw at the Olympics. No, you know? no. Yeah. It's going to be Adidas. DC might, you know, you might see some DC stuff out there. and But, like, as far as, like, Lakai and America, like, that'd be crazy to see, like, some America-sponsored Olympic. <laughs> you know, like... That would be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna happen, but it would be sick. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, it's it'll be like it'll. You said before it'll be like separation. I kind of like separation because like, it's good to have contrast, you know, between what we do and what they do. Because it's obviously I, I two different things, you know. Like, <laughs> I agree, but in like bigger cities, that contrast is probably advantageous. But in like a small town like where we are, yeah. It's like you need every, you need to grab the hand of every skateboarder and just be like, look, yeah, please, yeah. please buy your next board for me, damn it. You know, like, <laughs> you don't understand, you know, but like, there's too many reasons for kids not to these days. You know, it's like, oh, well, this was on sale or you didn't have this particular one, like, da, da, da. so it's like, 
I support the shop, but you don't carry these, so it doesn't matter. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's right. One more thing I didn't sell, you know? It's like... Yeah. And you, and you just absolutely can't make everyone happy or carry everything because there's so many brands, and, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy one. But you've yeah. managed to. How long has this store been open? Literally, uh... 17 years and 6 days wow yeah. that's amazing so, that's amazing good for you some yeah, yeah. Some I think focus. we're going to have a celebration on, in October because I did not plan anything for September 20th was the um, 17 year anniversary yeah that's heavy it is crazy yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it it blows my mind I'm like a you know like I'm <laughs> fucking old man now you know when i started the shop i'm like yeah i'm on another skate high you know like i'm you know like you go through phases skateboarding where it's like you're 18 you're killing it yeah you know then you're like in your mid beginning 20s you probably fell off a little bit and then like i feel like 25 to 28 i was like killing it again nice And, and then i opened a shop and it like worked 16 hours a day like Gain thirty pounds, throw your back out. <laughs> like, like, fuck! I opened a skate shop, and now I can't even skate anymore. Uh, uh, crazy. You got a foam roll, dude. You got to do a foam roll and salt water. You got to go swimming too in the ocean. Whenever I feel like that, I get in the fucking ocean because it scares the shit out of me. And it's just like <laughs> salt water on my joints, like always helps, you know. Yeah, damn, that's cool. Yeah. Drive an hour and a half to go to the ocean. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's usually freezing, too. You got to do it when it's freezing, so you really get the full shock of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. The ocean scares me. It's fucking big and could just swallow you up. Dude, last time I was there, there were some, like, stingrays, like, swimming or, like, brushing up against me and stuff. It was pretty awesome. Dude, careful. That's how fucking Steve Irwin went. I know, I know. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. (laughs) Just like a barb to the heart, I think that's what happened, dude. It was, yeah. But it was pretty fucking cool to see in in person, even though I could have been barbed. Yeah, it's all right. Worth the risk. (laughs) Worth the risk. Sharks, though. Fucking watch out for sharks. Don't fuck around with sharks. Yeah, dude. I was only knee-deep at this moment, so they were, like, (laughs) they were, like, really right there. I was like, holy crap. So, it was cool. That's sick. Um, yeah, so, fucking... Alright, so, that's a deep time with the skate shop. 17 years is a long time. That's sick. Yeah. And definitely get that YouTube channel going so I can watch some of your sessions. I'm actually gonna lurk the YouTube channel as well, so... Yeah, um... Yeah. Rice... Rice, Andrew Rice, the kid that works for me, is working on a new video right now. It's uh, we're tr- we're trying helplessly to fix a leak in a pool, because <laughs> the groundwater is like filling it up. Oh, okay, yeah. Try to keep it so it's skatable. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, Rice, Rice is working on a new video now. It's probably up tonight or tomorrow. It'll be up tonight. What's the channel? Uh, David Blue Tile. Nice. That's the that's the name on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, we failed at this attempt. But Tyler Tufty had a good a good suggestion. If we wait for the groundwater to freeze, and then we try to patch the hole, the water won't be moving. I'm like, oh, that's good. So if nothing else, when it gets cold, we'll fix the motherfucker. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. That's how you get it done, though. You know. That's right. Baby steps. So. 
Yeah, that's sick. Sometimes in the winter, like, when we get the itch to skate, we, like, just save up and go on a trip, you know? Like, somewhere where it's warmer. Yeah. That's, well, like, the best feeling. Thankfully, we live where it's... Well, sometimes, thankfully, we live where it's warmer. But the summers are brutal here. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you can, we can't skate because it's too damn hot. So How hot does it get? I mean, it'll be, like, 100, 110, but then the humidity is, like what gets you dude it's gnarly yeah we hit like a hundred and hundred sometimes and up here. i'm in massachusetts and the humidity yeah. sucks for sure but down there for sure <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's it. definitely crazy down here but and I you don't know. and you could be taken out by a hurricane as well that's god it's a real option i guess there's supposedly another one on the way right i don't know dude i have no idea <laughs> no more flooding man like i I had two bad floods in the last three years, and I don't have the emotional stamina <laughs> to, go through, <laughs> to go through another one. I'm like, fuck. We have to just, like, barricade up and, like, make sure nothing... Yeah, just put out sandbags and cross your fingers. It yeah. just sucks. Yeah, that's brutal. This last time, we got away pretty good. Like, nothing happened. But I was more prepared than ever. Like, you know, of course, thankfully, it did, nothing happened, but... Uh, you know, sometimes you're like, fuck, did all this work to be prepared and then nothing happened? Yeah. But in the end, you're like, you know, that's a good thing, so. Yeah, because at least you're ready, you know? You're, like, battle-ready at that point, you know? Right. It yeah, does yeah. happen. <laughs> yep. yep. That's gnarly. Do you have kids? I don't. Sick. Single, no kids. <laughs> it's crazy. No. Uh, I, I don't know. People ask me why all the time. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I was dating a girl in New York until recently, but that's done. <laughs> no poss no possibilities there, so. Well, yeah. I got a, my lady, she pole dances. That's like all her, right. th she works and she pole dances. That's like her passion. Like, she li literally crushes it. Like, she's won competitions and she, uh, yeah, she teaches it and she, like, travels w with it a little bit. It's pretty sick. Yeah. That's cool. I've got some friends into that, too. Yeah. We're both, yeah. like, it works because we're both busy doing, like, stuff. Because I'm, like, obsessed with skateboarding, and she's into her thing, you know? And then we meet up after. Like, that's been able to work, you know? Right, right. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It's, a weird, it's a weird experience trying to fucking balance out, you know? Like, with the opposite, sort of, you know? Try to figure out how to coexist. <laughs> Dude, it is. I literally just met a girl recently like last week or started hanging out with a girl last week and she seems really cool but we'll you know fuck, I don't know no kids though <laughs> <laughs> dude all my friends dude Dave all my friends who had kid, I don't, kids I can barely get to skate with them ever dude dude I know I'm happy for them stuff. but like yeah exactly yeah you're like god damn it I wanted to skate with you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Dude, I still, even though I'm like, I feel like everybody goes through this thing where they're like, you get over a certain age and all you skates mini ramps or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just still want to go skate street. I don't, like, I I don't know. Yeah. I just, I grew up skating street and like, I guess like kind of street skating was like born like around the time I got into skating. So it was all super new, you know? Yeah. Just, I don't know. I'm just super into just uh, manuals and ledge 
skating ledges and doing manuals and stuff. I don't know. I don't want to skate a mini ramp all day long. <laughs> you don't think it'll ever happen? We're never going to get I, you. Honestly, like, I was skating a mini ramp a lot because we have, like, a little key holder spot. But uh, when I had my back surgery, like, two or three years ago, I thought that it was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. I'm not going to be hurting anymore. But for whatever reason, like, fix it. I just got, I lost, like, all my confidence on transition after the surgery. Yeah, and what did they have to do for the surgery? I had a microdiscectomy. So I had, like, in my L4, L5 vertebrae, I had, like, a ruptured disc, and they had to cut the um, the protrusion of the discs Oh, out. Gosh. Yeah, so, so they, like, trimmed it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was gnarly, man. When, when the doctors saw it, they couldn't believe I was walking. And I, I'm like, yeah, whatever, like not really buying their, you know, their, they just want me to get surgery, whatever. I don't know. Do you know who Brian Chung is? Um, you sounds familiar. He was like one of the OG real guys forever ago, but he lives in like Augusta, which is like really close to us. And he does like, like, um, what is it? Like x-ray stuff. He's like oh, an x-ray. Like MRIs. Like yeah. He looked at it and he's like, "Man, that looks pretty bad, but you might want to talk to this dude." And so I like hit up the guy. He he said I should hit up, and it was my friend Dan. I was like, "Hey, if could you come down to the shop and check out my MRIs? You know, like my back, I might need surgery or something." And he came down, and he and I were skating the ramp, like probably like three or four days before that. And he came down and uh, checked out the MRIs, and he's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I pulled him out, he was like, dude, he's like, I see 80 of those a week, and that is the worst I've ever seen. He's like, you need surgery. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, rough, dude. Fuck you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, damn it. So I did get surgery, and... Was that from a slam or just, like, over time? You know, like, I just woke up one day and couldn't fucking move. So I think it's just, like, over time, and, um... Yeah, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Really, that's how it first first started hurting. But like I said, it would go in and out. But on that Portland, San Francisco to Portland trip, you know that park? I can't remember what it's called, but it's under the bridge in Eugene, Oregon. Yep. So you know, like, there's like the little um, Euro gap out of the um, the street section. And then there's a cradle in the bowl section. Yeah. So I was like ollieing over the Euro gap into the back of the cradle. Sketchy. You know, Known so it was it. like so it was like maybe like an eight or ten foot Ollie, but you'd like land into the back of the cradle, so it was like a lot of like force. Impact. Yeah, you're going off at launch right. into the cradle, that's gnarly. Like Spider Man yeah. shit, right? <laughs> so I felt my back started start to hurt and I was just like but I like gotta roll away from it before it like sets in. <laughs> so I, I did land it, and I was like, "Fucking finally!" And went and laid down. And it, when I laid down, I couldn't get back up. So that was like the one where it's like, "Fuck, this is it! I have to get surgery." So well, like you, that, literally, you literally just couldn't sit up. Like you knew it would fucking. I could barely move. Like my homies had to pick me up and like get me into the van. Rough. And then uh, fortunately, my friend George was there and he 
had similar issues. So he just like on a whim was like, I'm going to bring a round of steroids just in case something happens. <laughs> and, he, and that was like literally the only reason I was able to move the rest of the trip. Like, Oh, gnarly. Yeah. So thank, thank, thankfully he thought ahead, but yeah, they had to like pick me up and get me in the, the van because I couldn't, couldn't move. Yeah. That's brutal, dude. Yeah. It was, it was gnarly. What's the I mean, rehab? It pain. It's, it's not like I, you know, like was paralyzed or anything, but it's just like so much pain. You just can't like yeah. move your leg or anything. Your back is like the gnarliest part of your body. It's like the part you you have to use no matter what. You know, like it, it is the only injury that has ever taken my confidence away. Like yeah. I've, I've blown my hip out, like broken my wrist, torn muscles in my neck, like rolled my ankles a thousand times. But I'm always, like, hungry to get back and don't really have that fear component, you know? Yeah. The back, it sucked all of my confidence away, you know? It's, like, the craziest thing because you just can't – everything you do hurts. So it's just like, oh, God, I'm about to bend down and pop Dolly up on this bench. Like, is it going to hurt? You know, like, you get this thing in your head and it's like, ah. I've done, my, like, I've done my ACL before, so I know, like, that, like, confidence yeah. destroyer because you just know it's yeah. not you don't know if it's going to work or not that's like right. a, not a good thing you know that's yeah, exactly <laughs> when you're like oh, I wanna, maybe I can grind this flat bar across this uh, this gap or whatever you know like and then you're like what if I don't ollie right yeah you know, it's so it's such a weird confidence drain so it's depressing you know like that's one of the things, <laughs> that's one of the things I battle with like you got to do like you got to do um, back stuff like when you're not skating, like a lot of like core workout. Like you got to be super like. Yeah. You probably have to like build up so much strength around it. I bet like. Well, that's what I've, I've been doing, like planks. And you got to turn into Van Dam, bro. Like get yeah, Steven right. Seagal on that thing. <laughs> and I still I walk like six miles every night, so I'm like. Oh, that's I'm, sick. I'm staying active, you know. I have to keep moving, so. Um, trying to do that, so, yeah, it's, fuck, don't hurt your back. <laughs> I don't know. No, same, dude, I did my ACL, and I never had it fixed, and I've, I've, like, had that doubt for a long time, and then, uh, I got a scope, and they cleaned it out, and then it felt, like, new again, which was amazing, but, yeah, but years of just, like, not knowing if I'd get the right pop, and, like, always having to rehab it, like, it'll be good for a while, and then it just, like, go out, and then I have to, like, get the swelling out, and rehab it, and strengthen it back up, and, like, it's always kind of off, because there's no ACL, so there's always some sort of, like, slight give, you know? Yeah, yeah. All I do is, like, work my, um, calves, and my, above my knee, work those muscles out, just, like, I love the pool, too, the pool helps, because it's, like, low resist re- resistance and you can move around and float and really stretch out in the pool you know what you really got to do and it's going to sound weird is that float tank because i've done that and it's like a salt bath you ever like do epsom salt on your ankle like, i don't everyone always says i should and I don't. Salt, i'm the dude. most stubborn human i think ever well congratulations dave <laughs> <laughs> Try try a float tank because uh, it's basically like if you salt if you soak yourself in salt it'll help and in the float tank you float for an hour so your posture and you can stretch out for an hour like 
it's weird because it's an isolation tank, so you can't see. Yeah. You don't feel anything. You kind of just feel like you're out in space. But just for your physical body, like to float for an hour, that's like being in space with no gravity. You can like really assess where your body's at. You're fully aware. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah. You should try it, though. It's a trip. It's fun. Where Where do you find these? I don't know where the hell that is. Just look up a uh, float tank. That's what they're yeah. called. Like fl- sensory okay. sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, yeah. Because you just go in and it's like you can't see, you can't. The water's the same temperature as your body, basically. So you kind of just are floating out in space. That's what it feels. You lose all sensation. So, so crazy. Yeah, but it helps you have body awareness because then you're floating. You can really feel all the aches and pains and see where. It's really good for you. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it'll probably help your back. I could imagine because every time I'm in there, I feel like I have the worst posture. But then I, when I get in the tank and I can, like, really stretch yeah. out and float for an hour and figure out, like, how my body really works, you know? Huh. That's crazy. I don't yeah. know. All my friends are going to listen to this and say, God, David, you had to talk about your fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to call you a pussy. <laughs> yeah. That's all right, though. That's, like, a real struggle, dude. My knee thing, like, I still yeah. don't have an ACL on my left knee. And I, like, pretty much all my footage, like, amateur and pro is like with no ACL just dealing with that like confidence issue that's crazy yeah and having to rehab it again and again and again and then finally when I turned pro I was like had health insurance so I was able to get a scope and then it felt like brand new again and I just kept rehabbing it and like working out make sure it's strong you know like yeah oh yeah but that's gotta be scary too I'm sure you deal with the whole like it's painful (laughs) you, you, you skate with kids probably 10 years younger at least most of the time you know it's all like, the time and it's like dude like you can for me I'm like oh well I feel tricks you know I lose more tricks than I fucking learn <laughs> so I, I will like lay in bed sometimes and as a skateboarder I think it's so crazy like you get like depressed like when you feel, when you can feel skateboarding leaving you you're like Fuck, what am I going to do with my whole existence <laughs> if I can't ride a skateboard? And it's so ridiculous, but it really is like an emotional journey or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's your it's your hours. So, like, you put hours into opening a skate shop and trying to, like, manage it for skateboarding, you know? But I don't know. The reason why I do anything for skateboarding is so we can skateboard more, you know? <laughs> I know. Well, that's... That's the plan, but man, as long I hope, I hope that I get this back injury taken care of quickly, and I can be back on the board and yeah. skating again soon. But I don't know. I haven't skated in two weeks. It, it's feeling pretty weird. Yeah, I know the feeling. But salt water has always saved me. I go in the salt water. Weird. Sounds weird, but even the ocean, dude. And if it's freezing cold, because then you'll get like all the swelling out, and you'll you'll just like feel renewed. It's weird. I'm not religious, I swear. <laughs> I don't know if that's a religious thing, but it sounds weird. I don't know either, but it sound like it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it helps, though. The float tank in the ocean. My friend surfs, and he, like, Conrad, and he surfs in New England, and it's so cold, but he's, like, norm- He's like normal in the water. And the- even when it's fucking freezing, I'm like, how does this dude do this? It's insane to me. I'm more used to, like, living in the cities and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever been up to New England? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sake, where'd you go? I mean, so my stepdad's from that area. He grew up in, like, Vermont area and stuff, so 
talent oh. t- talent just shut down too. Um, What's that? Talent skate shop, skate park. Oh really? Yeah, in, that. it was in Vermont. It was open for a long time too, and they just oh, yeah. they just shut down, which was rough. Right. Well, so I went snowboarding at Killington a few times. I've obviously been to Boston a few times. Um, I lived in Connecticut for that year. How long ago were you in Boston? God damn, it's been a long fucking time. Did you see? Did you go to like the Lynch Family Skate Park? No, dude. I I went and saw bands bands play the last time I was there. Like a bunch of fucking hardcore bands and stuff. Some good stuff or what? Um, yeah, it w- I'm trying to remember. It, it was like a benefit show for a buddy, but it was so long ago. Um, it's been a minute since I've been up that way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like where I'm at. I love it up here, man. Especially in the, the fall and the spring, it's the best, because that's the best temperature, you know? No, I, I need to get back up that way. I mean, like I said, I was spending a bunch of time in New York um, mm. this year. And I'll probably go up there soon because I have some other stuff going on there. But I don't know. I'm trying. When I started this year out, it was like, I just want to travel more, see more, skate more, film more, et cetera, et cetera. And the year started out that way. This past month or two has been kind of kind of stagnant. Yeah. Such is life at times. You just dig your way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> been there. <laughs> I've just been, like, skating a bunch. We've been filming on the weekends and, like, usually Saturday or Sunday and just a bunch of us going out together and everyone's, like, been into filming video parts and, like, going to spots together. We've been going to the same fucking cities. Like, we went to, like, Worcester, like, three times. We went to... We went to Providence a few times. We keep going back to the same place. I'm like, this is insane. But it seems to work out every time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So... Sometimes, sometimes we mob out with like fifteen deep, or like last time it was like fifteen people. That was crazy. It's weird because it's not always productive, you know, when you have that many people and you're trying to go to street spots. (laughs) No, totally not. And then you're trying to make fifteen people happy. It sucks. (laughs) It seems to work though. We somehow pull it off. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's working. It's awesome. I love that part of skateboarding is like video parts and the homies and all that stuff and like the only way that stuff dies is if people aren't into doing parts and filming video parts and going out in the street and yep. lurking you know but do you think people watch them as much anymore I don't like the, part, the part doesn't have the longevity it used to you know yeah but fuck it <laughs> I guess if it's for you yeah that's all that matters you know like yeah. I'm the same way I want to see like full-length videos and all this sort of stuff and like we're we're talking about a few like video projects one with another shop collab and like one on our own but um it's hard you know and kids seem to be more into the like instagram and youtube quickness these days you know so i don't know hence hence the youtube channel (laughs) Yeah, I like that thing. We've been taking our YouTube and, like, chopping it up into, like, Insta bits too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of like create the content and then chop it up and put it on whatever platforms are good for you or whatever works, you know? Yeah, we're, we need to get some more focus on all that stuff. It's, a, it's like a reality of things, though, is, like, everything's going digital, you know? So it's like yeah, yeah. if you can maintain in both arenas, then you're good, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah, like, finding That's people to help you. Is I've like 
I need to focus more on helping get that digital content together. But like today, I've just printed printed shirts all day. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's tough. I don't know. <clears throat> what kind of shirts are you printing? Um. So, do you know? Have you heard of John Hill? Do you know John at all? John Hill, the skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay, so he's he's skated for the shop since he's like super young, like for the last ten years or more. And you know, he's like a big YouTuber guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Social media, right there. Yeah, yeah. So like we, he started a brand, and uh, he's helped us. Um, like the reason I have that new printer, you know, I told you I had that direct garment printer. Yeah. That's, be- that's because of him. You know, like he's he's like, hey, what do you need to do this? I'm like a direct garment printer. He's like, let's get one. I'm like, okay. You know, so like we're making his brand, which is Progress Daily. We also make um, Jay Cross Street Canoe stuff. That's and- awesome. Yeah, Jay was on the show. Oh, it cut out. Laptop's probably, um, probably the way. I guess, uh, I guess, um, FaceTime kills your battery really quickly. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was juicing the whole time. I'm at 100. I got an intern, though. Dude, I normally am, too, but I don't know what happened. I, I blew it. I blew it. That's all right. You're not the first or the last. <laughs> it's happened to me, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Yeah. I just started doing this podcast and like trying to figure out how to make it work and just do it. I've been doing it for like years now. It's like crazy. But uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely made so many mistakes. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like you're having a hard week, you worked a lot, you're like stressed out, you're like you're trying to do too much or something and then you just like Yeah. That's me. <laughs> I've got 15 things going on now, so yeah. Yeah. You need you need to like um yeah, you need to cut it all off. That's what the float tank does, the isolation tank, because you'll go in it, and it'll cut off all your senses, so you can kind of just float out in space and let your brain un- basically unwind, because your thoughts will just start running, because you have no senses, so it's not like you're being stimulated in it in any way, so your brain can kind of just... I just, can't even imagine that. That sounds so crazy. I know. I was the same way. <laughs> yeah. Because I like when I was growing up, I dealt with like my parent, my mom was like a mess, and my father like passed away when I was young. So I dealt with like a lot of dysfunction and like fucking yeah, yeah. had a lot of anger and like weird thoughts and like trying to like deal with your internal demons, you know. And like I thought getting in the tank would uh, it'd be like overboard and I'd get like too emotional and freak out or something, or yeah, 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 I'd yeah. be claustrophobic or something like that, you know. Yeah. The opposite, though. It was fucking really good. I was like, oh, this is super That's good. Cool. And at the best, it was just like a, an hour salt bath, which is like sick for my body. My body felt great when I got out. I was like, fucking feel new again, like a spring chicken. It doesn't last yeah. forever. It doesn't last forever, you know? Because then you're going to like right. go back and you're going to like go jump too far or like trip or something. Or like <laughs> fucking get sore again doing too much shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, shit, what was that? Oh, yeah, I was talking about the brands. Yeah, that's rad you guys are doing that. That's awesome with the the printer, and that's sick to be able to do that. Right. So today I was working on, you know, it's funny, dude, a couple of YouTube brands. You know, I was working on the Progress Daily stuff for John, but also this kid George. He does this company called Aero Skateboards or Aero Skate Co. Printing his shirts. I do J's and then, like, 
there's like a local like streetwear brand here I'm working on that like literally I have a ton of um my friend has has a band called Kid Trails I've also got to do his shirts I'm busy dude yeah that's sick <laughs> I've got a shitload of shirts to print this yeah week. that's that's uh, that's sick that's good though that's yeah. work you know and it's like honest work so that's awesome right and it's a skate and it has skateboarding involved you know because uh, yeah it's amazing that's the best part is like because if i could work on on, only one thing i'd love to just work on skateboard stuff you know whether it's like filming or talking about it or editing it or printing for it or yeah you're a lifer for sure you can tell (laughs) i mean shit like like i said if if my body quits skating i don't know what else i will fucking do (laughs) i will just make skateboard stuff i guess you know even if i can't write it yeah yeah you know it's still it's still just all I know and what I do, so. Yeah, but that's what's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. The The screen printing thing's awesome. We can have, like, we have, like, art shows and events here, and um, we can do, like, you know, bring your own T-shirt, and, you know, like, cost this much money, and, like, X percentage goes to build a skate spot, and blah, blah, blah. So, like, it's it's pretty sick, and, and then people get their, like, one-off, you know, one of a kind shirt because they brought in a shirt and we just put a design on. Yeah, and that's like, sick. It's pretty cool. That's so. a good night out. You're stoked. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. It's cool. Yeah, that's right yeah. to do that stuff. We do like yeah. skate events up here. We have like our fall brawl contest and we're about to do our New England Am contest and that's like same thing. Like just an event that comes up and everyone comes together and like there's cool yeah. shit involved. It's like we got like a PA system which I'm really stoked on because now we can be loud whenever we want to yeah. <laughs> crazy i do a lot of emceeing like at the events i just like ramble on a mic for a long time and embarrass myself dude i can't do it Sometimes, <laughs> oh, i can't do it i don't know the last uh i think the last good dj or MC we had was uh bo mitchell nice I don't know if you know him at all but sounds he's, familiar he's good with that stuff he ripped it though yeah he's good he's good with that stuff Hell yeah. My homie Ramsey would be, like, good with that stuff, too. He he used to, like, help me out with the events, and, like, he's, like, such a character and a personality, but then yeah. he, he went off and had some kids, and it's hard to get yeah. him out. I'm trying to get yeah, him out. Kids. The legend, I'm trying to get the legend Ramsey out, but <laughs> <laughs> it's taking a lot these days. Yeah, yeah. Damn the children. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's, like, they're, like, skate rats, too, but they just, like, had kids and family and, like, a whole different thing. Yeah. It's, like, weird to me, but it's awesome, yeah. you know? They all seem very happy, which is sick. Yeah. I'm just awesome. bummed because I don't good. see my friends that often anymore. You're like, well, fucking, they got kids. They always got something yeah. to do, you know? Like, Well, see how you feel when you're 45 without kids and see how easy it is to get your <laughs> yeah. to go skate. <laughs> Way different. Way harder. <laughs> I feel like at 35, I was still out, but I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. That's cool. (laughs) Sounds like you got a lot of work, though, and work's a good thing. That's like, I'm always thankful for any work, especially if it's skateboarding involved. That's just the best. Definitely needed it. Yeah. That's like, that's a big one, man. Like, just learning to, like, work for it and, like, hustle your way through things is, like, the big one, you know? Especially with, like, young people, they got to, like, figure that out. I. I'm at the skate park, and there's, like, central New England. There's so many different people, all ages. And I do, like, skateboard lessons with young kids, too. So, like, yeah, it's, like, I see all these people, like, growing. And, like, I've seen a generation of skateboarders. I'm, like, the old guy in my 
seeing kind of Grandpa Shetler sometimes. And uh, it's weird to see it, yeah. but it's like, it's insane, you know? Like, skateboarding is a trip, man. It's crazy a lot of girls are getting into it, too. Like, I've been doing a lot of skate lessons with little girls. They're just, like, super stoked, motivated, and yeah, they awesome. all shred. It's, like, fucked up. They all skate really well, too. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. It, somehow there was, like, this shift in this last generation where, like, a lot of girls are taking it seriously and shredding. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. There's always been some, you know, like, obviously there's some gems throughout skateboarding history but all of a sudden, it seems like in the last, you know, 10 years or whatever, a lot more women are skating and taking it seriously and and killing it. I've never seen so many sick clips from girls since yeah, the, since the internet, awesome. since the internet, for sure. Because prior yeah, to yeah. that, it was like VHS, and it was just like Alyssa Steamer, maybe Jamie Ray's, who else was like a ripper girl. I remember just Alyssa Steamer at one point was like the only girl I ever thought of, that, of as like a legit skater. Because she had video parts oh, from street skating and like had this, some style, you know, like <laughs> didn't look awkward or something. You could tell she had just skated and ha formed a style, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of girls like that now, though. It's like crazy. It's yeah, so I don't know. That's that's sick, man. I'm hyped that you came on the show and it's sick that you got your shop, you got work. And uh, this is sick to catch up and or to yeah. meet. To, it's sick to meet, actually. I feel like yeah, I know I you just absolutely. from... Just, I know. Just we crossed paths a million times in the in the past or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I lurk the Instagram and see all the stuff, so it's like kind of cool to like yeah, look yeah. inside different scenes and see each other. You know, it's kind of cool. Right, for sure, absolutely, yeah. dude. This is awesome. I'm stoked. And I, I hope that I'm 45 <laughs> in 10 years and fucking still doing it because it, it's like awesome to, to be doing everything now. So it's really yeah, for sure, dude. I mean. Dude, like some days, man, just skating flat ground, and like you'll you'll feel like, like right before I hurt my back, like three or four weeks ago, I, you know, like every flip trick was just working. Yeah, hell you yeah. You know, at forty five, just to land a clean trade flip, you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like doesn't. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it just feels so good. It's like, yeah, a couple. I don't know. It was not much more than a couple weeks ago. I was just like every flip trick was like working. It felt so awesome, but. Yeah. Yeah. You take those days and just live off of them for the next six months. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I'm coming for you. So if I ever make it down your way, I'm going to challenge you to a game of skate. So you better be ready, bro. You will whoop my ass. Flat ground. Okay. <laughs> you, here's how I play skate. I play gentleman style. So we start with ollies and 180s and we progress from there. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> and you that get, sounds good. You get two tries last trick and... Yeah. um and you know when someone lands a trick sketchy and then they look at you for approval, if they do that, I just go prove it because they're already doubting it. So it's like prove it then. So yeah, yeah, you, yeah. if you do it sketchy, you have to do it again just to prove it. If you, <laughs> if you doubt it. If someone doesn't doubt it and they just ride away from it and don't question it, I'm like, all right, that counts. <laughs> Shit, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's nice. Thanks, man. Dave, uh, I'll, I'll catch you later, man. Yeah, thank you so much, dude. This was awesome.